the Abstract Athlete Podcast, where art and sports collide. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Make sure to listen to the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and the Abstract Veterans Podcast. And remember, if you have any questions or comments, please send them to info at theabstractathlete.com. Stop by our website, artistathletebox.com or theabstractathlete.com as we just kicked off our seasonal subscription boxes and make sure to start your subscription today. Also stop by our website or beginagaintoys.com for our Percy King collaborative stack puzzle art kits. Super excited about the podcast today as you get to speak with my former student, a creative, currently working with IMG representing professional tennis players and a former tennis player himself, Daryl Monfils. Make sure to follow Daryl on Instagram at I-M-D-A-R-Y-L-M-O-N-F-I-L-S. Let's welcome Daryl Monfils. Hey! Hey! Good to see you. Good to see you as well. How are you? It's been a long time, huh? <laughs> it's been a minute, man. It has been oh, a minute. It's been, uh, it's been what? Uh, at least I would say six or seven years now. It's yeah, because I mean, I that you know, three years of COVID has just yeah. messed up time completely. So I have no like actual clue. I think it's been yeah, at least six. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, it's cra- It's I just I like I said I've been wanting to get you on to yeah. to talk about stuff that you went through in my class, but also yeah. just like you know. And by the way, I've already started recording. <laughs> it's fine. It's um, fine. Um, but I also think it's kind of cool because and we talked about this before, like just for the viewers and and or listeners, not viewers. Um. Daryl was in an art and athletics class <clears throat> that I started that kind of mirrors the business, the abstract athlete. And I know that's something we talked about and actually like doing research, like your brother is, um, is a tennis player. You're a tennis player, but your father, I did not know was a professional soccer player. Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting because I know one of the things we talked about is that that relationship to creativity, like how that came about for you, like, I guess, predominantly in my, or re-engaged it in my class. But also like, I remember the time that your brother and you called me from Miami when your brother was buying some art. And like, you remember when we were in the art Basel? Yeah, absolutely. I totally remember. First year in art Basel, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I like, cause I still, to this day, like tell people looking at art, or is just as important as being creative and stuff. So I don't, I mean, like there's like a lot of different directions for us to go in. And it's, first of all, it's just great to see you. And cause like we said, like I, you're one of my favorite students of all time. And, and I loved the way that you really got engaged with creativity. And even when you graduated and you were in the master's program, right. Yeah. Um, you like really, continue to engage me about doing different creative things. And you actually really got into the athletic department with, with this idea. So I think, you know, like I want to know what you're up to um, um, and, and, and just different things that like have like spawned these ideas and stuff. So. (laughs) No, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, I graduated from uh, the master program, I think, uh, a little bit over five years. Yep. And uh, I, after, uh, got a job with IMG, uh, the, the management uh, company. So I, um, I went to, to live in Miami. And then after I was based also in uh, Bradenton at IMG Academy, and uh, now I came back uh, to France about uh, two years ago. 
So I've been working still with IMG. So now five years with IMG. Oh, cool. uh, I'm representing tennis players. So now I'm uh, not playing anymore, but I'm still in the in the tennis business, uh, which has been great for me, to be honest. Um, I manage a couple of players uh, inside the, the top 100 in the world, and I, I manage also a couple uh, top juniors players. Um, so um, really, I mean, it was uh, what I was looking uh, for to do. Uh, it was a, a long time dream for me. So I'm really happy that. So are uh, you are you coaching or are you like more? No, man- I'm, I'm doing all the the things in outside the the tennis court. So sponsoring, uh, all those things, all the business side. Basically. Creative. You're doing. You're being yes. creative. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. And and uh, actually, like one thing that I, uh, I had to be creative is uh, so I'm uh, I'm representing Benoit Père, uh, who is yeah. French. You know, he was ranked uh, 19 in the world. Uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, basically his uh, relationship with his uh, main sponsor finished. And uh, to be honest, we are we had to get creative to find a new sponsor, and we actually launched as well his brand. Um, so that we it was uh, it was great. I mean, uh, we saw like his, I mean, his brand is still selling in uh, in France and Belgium. And uh, it's been uh, a, a long journey for me uh, to be creative because uh, we had to work on creating the name, the logo, uh, you know, <laughs> like what shirts we're going to do, the color and, and everything like that. So to be honest, like he, like uh, arts, like um, stay in my life, to be honest, in my job, obviously, because uh, you need to be creative to sometimes to think about, you know, new sponsorship. What can you bring to a brand when they sponsor a player? Then uh, you know you need to to create obviously content for a brand. You need so based the best, the job is also based on a lot of uh, what idea can you bring on the table and uh, and how you can basically you know um, value the, the 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 person you are representing to to obviously earn money. Yeah. Do you I, did you ever work with your brother in that in that field as well? Because when you were he was living in Miami when you were down there as well, right? Correct. He was what... living in Miami, but yeah, he he uh, he moved back to full time to to be in Europe, in Geneva, in Switzerland, and uh, now he's, he's working with his. Uh, he has the same agency. He's uh, 15 years old, ah. so now he's 36. Um, so it's been a long, long uh, relationship with uh, with agent. But uh, yeah, I mean. We are definitely like talking about ideas uh, together about uh, all the stuff. We're still talking about arts. Uh, now he's he's a big he's a big um, collectioner on watch. Yeah. So he's, he has a big collection of watch now. Uh, he was actually the the judge a couple of years ago for the for the best watch to uh, to elect the best watch in the world wow. in, uh, in 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 Switzerland. So he actually is definitely into that. You know now. So now I'm trying to catching up with the watches. I'm trying to learn, you know, like all the things. And uh, yeah, since we spoke, I think, yeah, we spoke about six years ago when uh, I was within an uh, art gallery. And um, yeah, the guy was saying like, this artist is new. Uh, it's a good investment and everything. And I called you and I said, wow, Ron, what do you think? <laughs> do you know this guy? Like, is he good? Is he worth yep. it to buy? What do you think? Yep. So, yeah. Yep. So, no, I totally uh, remember that. It was hysterical. But now, and, and like, are you going to, in your job, are you predominantly going to stay in the tennis space or do you th- imagine yourself getting into like different sports, like, you know, like soccer or basketball or anything like that? Or do you want to stay in the tennis? Like, no, I think, I think, you know, um, I'm still, I'm still, you know, young in the, in the business, obviously. Uh, you know, I'm 29. It's been uh, five years I'm doing that. Um, obviously, I picked tennis because I played tennis myself. I have a lot of connection and I know now I can say pretty well the business. But I think, you know, in the in the future, uh, you know, I can be open uh, definitely to to have athletes from uh, other sports because uh, I think the job is the same at the end of the day. You know, you're trying just to to bring value to uh, to an athlete outside uh, what he's doing on the field, you know, and you're trying to make a smart, uh, you know, sponsorship that makes sense for the, for the brand, but also, you know, for, for the, for the athletes, you know, it's a win-win situation always when you, when you try to do a, a deal. So no, I could be definitely interested 
think in the in the in the future to to do other sports. Yeah. Yeah. No, because it it just again it was interesting to do. I mean, even though we've had conversation in the past to go and kind of look at your history, you know, and know, then find out about your father, because I yeah. like, I'm always curious and your mother was a nurse, right? Correct. Yes. Correct. Um, and, and I'm always curious in how people were brought up, like in terms of like the, the, the household, like you obviously grew up in a very athletic household, um, Correctly. you know, um, and was there a lot, was there any uh, like creativity going on? Because I know one of the conversations you and I've had is cause I, I've told you I lived in Paris for four months and yeah. just to like, to really see creativity, um, or art in, in a European setting is they, they appreciate it more. Um, I think True. where, where the United States is more about money. You know, it's like the guy, the guy in Miami telling you, this is a good investment. It's like, well, yeah. is it good art? You know, it's like, who knows? Yeah. Um, but it's like, was, was there any like kind of creative outlet that you had growing up or was it predominantly like sports? No, I think for us, you know, we, we can, we're coming from, a, a you know, a hassle where our parents don't have a lot of money. Yep. Um, so, you know, playing sports was obviously really important, but also we, in France, we have the chance to have, um, you know, every first Sunday of the month, free access to museum yep. in Paris. So uh, I did a lot of uh, museum with my mom and, uh, and, my, and my brother when we were young. Um, and yeah, definitely, you know, for, for Christmas, we, we never really, you know, got uh, super expensive items, but we would get books, you know, books and stuff like that to, 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 to basically, yeah, to read. And uh, yeah, with my brother, when we were a kid, we were sharing the same room and to fall asleep, basically, yeah, we would uh, uh, tell us like, okay, t tell me a story, basically. <laughs> and we would just invade, uh, invite, you know, the random stories my brother would invite me like random stories about yeah this guy was doing that then he was flying to that and you know it was like 20 minutes 30 minutes long stories and uh, you know we, we would fall asleep so no i think definitely um creativity was part of of um of you know of the family uh obviously the the the, the focus was a lot on sports yeah. um you know my dad played um you know the in the first league but unfortunately for him, he got injured when he was uh, like 22, something like that, like a really bad injury. That's why he he had to stop. Like uh, soccer was on his uh, on his ankle. Um, but uh, basically, when he stopped to play soccer, he started to play a little bit tennis, you know. And uh, that's how we we started to play tennis because he wow. he played some tennis, yeah, and played some tennis when he was doing his uh, rehab and stuff like is that. He, he started to play is some he tennis. is he a tall? A tall guy as well because both you and your brother are fairly tall and actually yeah i mean are you tall for ten i guess maybe you're not tall for tennis i guess some tennis players yeah we tall for, yeah we okay. tall, we tall <laughs> for yeah. okay that's what i was wondering because you're like six three right yeah six six oh you're six six jeez yeah. i don't think i and, remember and you being that is, tall. uh six four okay yeah i mean that's that is six three yeah wow okay so it is like in the family and that's tall that's really tall for a soccer player Jeez. Yeah, yeah, he was playing uh, middle defensive, my dad. Yeah. So yeah, he, he basically he. So uh, my dad is from Guadeloupe, yep. and my mom is from uh, Martinique. And at 16 years old, my dad was scout basically to to come play in uh, in France in wow. French league. So he played, uh, you know, fourth division, third division, and everything. And uh, he was in the first league and first year. Fortunately for him, yeah, he. Well, that's a cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool story to hear that that he got you into tennis because it became that was almost like a therapy for him after having right. to quit to quit um, soccer. Did you yeah. guys play yeah. soccer growing up though as well? I mean, yeah, Gail did. Gail okay. did play soccer. Uh, I did play soccer one year as well, but um, um, I, I don't know for Gail, but for me, I uh, I was not big on team sports. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I would rather. Uh, if I lose, I lose. It's on me. Yeah. And if I win, I win. It's on me, basically. Yeah. So a tough time with uh, to adjust to team sports. Yeah. And also, when we were young, we were doing uh, music. Uh, so I was playing flute. And uh, Gail is playing piano, still playing piano 
uh, as of today that yeah he he is playing piano yeah. Oh, that's I didn't see. I didn't know that about you and yeah. and him. That's all. I mean, so there's there's that, that creative outlet. Like that's that thing that I just. It feels like it's more a European. I mean, even like Southern and and Central America. I think that the cultures, like, are more in tune with that idea of art and athletics being kind of on that same level. You know, yeah. it's just it's no, interesting. I, I agree. I agree. To be honest. Uh... I think in France, I mean, we have so many museums and stuff yeah. like that, that, you know, as I said, you know, the first Sunday of the month, you know, um, you know that you can get for free. Yeah. So with my mom, to be honest, we, we did a lot of museums for free and we stayed the whole day. Yeah. So it was it was just great, to be honest. It was really great to, 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 to be able to see that because obviously, you know, when you, I think for my parents, when you don't have too much money, you need to be creative, right? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, weekends can be long, you know, <laughs> sometimes vacation, you know, yeah. can be long also. So my mom always made sure on that side that, um, you know, even if we don't go on vacation, we would uh, play sports or we would do activities, you know, outside or we would visit things and stuff like that. So she always made sure of that. So I think that was great uh, from her because, uh, you know, that's how you, you stay out of trouble and you stay on your path, you know. And, and like, I think I read that, and maybe it was your brother, but maybe it was you, but uh, I think a real interest in the NBA as well. Is that, was that in the family as well? Was that like, did you watch no. like other sports growing up? I mean, see, yes, like for yes. me, like, that's, what's so cool is like you guys as a family would go to a museum, but like also watching sports and um, you know, like it, it becomes like this bonding experience like so what like the nba like was something that you guys were into as yeah, well me me i was a little bit young but yeah my dad would wake up my uh my brother to watch nba games you know like 2 3 a.m <laughs> and uh you know my my brother loved carmelo anthony oh my god yeah. that was that was his guy when he was younger that was yeah carmelo anthony all, all about him yeah you know, so, and uh, yeah, my, my brother had, uh, I mean, he, he played for a long time, you know, street basketball. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, he's, he's an athlete. He can play any sports, to be honest. I think if he didn't make it in tennis, he would have made it probably in another sports. Uh, I don't know how great, but I know he would have been professional for sure. Yeah. Like um, when I see him play soccer, I mean, Maybe not he's going to play in the first league, but for sure he would make it in the, in the second league or the third league. And same for uh, for basketball. Maybe he would not make it in the NBA, but I'm sure he would have made it as a professional yeah. player because he's so good as an athlete. He can really do a lot of things and uh, he's, um, he's learning quick. He's learning quick in anything, you know. We, see, we can be sports, but also, you know, on the watch, you can talk to him about watch. He's, now he knows everything about watch, you know, so... He's really, really good learner, yeah. but he was not good in school, so that's crazy. <laughs> that's the same as me, though. I mean, I, like I was never a good student per se. He's he was a terrible student, <laughs> terrible student. But you can talk to him about anything, and he he can learn even if he doesn't know. He's gonna learn, and you know he's smart. But on, on, in class, he that was not his thing, you know. Yeah, well, I, like so I, that has to be inter like I've had other, um you know, brothers, sister combos on the podcast that what, like your brother, like you said, he was a hell of an athlete and you guys played the same sport growing up in that same household. I'd be like really cool for you to like have that yeah. experience. So one of the questions I always ask people is like, like influences. So I'm assuming your brother was, was an influence in some respect, but like, was there, and this can go into the art world as well. Like, like, you know, whether like going to the museums and like looking at a, at a Picasso or something that was influential or, or whatever, like how, like those, those people that kind of, you know, maybe it was a coach, maybe it was your dad, like people that like navigated, you know, the way that you kind of grew as a human in some ways, you know, like whether it's yeah. a creative side or sports side or, or, you know, like working with IMG, like has obviously changed. Like, I love the way that you started the conversation. This is a kind of a dream of yours to be in the space that you're in, like being able to promote yeah. people. And, and, you know, like, again, from knowing you, like you're, you're, you're very dedicated, like, and I know that you're good at what you do because of that, but like, yeah, yeah. give me some of those things that like maybe, 
changed the way that you thought or like moved you forward? No, I think from for me, no, you know, my brother was definitely, um, you know, the my brother and my mom was were the best motivation. So my my parents split when we were kids. So since I'm seven years uh, younger than my brother, he spent more time with my dad than I did, you know. Um, but uh, growing up, yeah, you know, I think on the sports side, um, I kind of knew really quickly that to play at his level, I was I didn't have the dedication or the patience or the obsession yep. because for me, uh, you know, my brother was top 10 in the world. It's an obsession, right? He's waking up. He's thinking only about training, only about getting better, focusing on, you know, the skills. And for me, it was perfect because uh, I knew that it was not for me. And my brother always told me that, okay, if it's not for you, then you need to find something that is going to be for you, that you're going to be dedicated, as you said. And uh, yeah, basically, when I was 13, 14 years old, I started to get interest, interested more about his business, you know, on uh, on tennis, you know, about, to be honest, how much money he was making outside the courts. Yeah. That was uh, definitely uh, learning that from him. And uh, yeah, that started like like that for me. Like he was telling me, yeah, I have, the, I have this contract, I have no, no, no. I just signed with Nike, no, 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 and I just got interesting. I said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, really? Okay, <laughs> but, well, how, well, how was the deal? Like, stuff like that, you know? And that, uh, that kept me in for years, you know, until now that I'm doing it myself, you know, but... But what a uh, cool experience yeah. to be on the ground floor to see that, you know? Yes. And, and, yeah. and, like, to really, for you to, like, be, like, oh, and, like, that light bulb go off. For me, it was great. To be honest, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I want to play good level tennis. Like, I want to, you know, be semi-professional. I want to understand and play, you know, those guys that now are on the main tour. But I knew, like, he was not, uh, it was not something for me. But as I said, I, I always enjoy the business side of that sport. So it was great. And um, today, you know, for me, I... I like art, but I specifically on on watches. Yep. You know, I was I I don't wear watch or you know I I I don't have anything, but you know spending time with my brother going uh, you know this is living in Geneva, so you have all the you know the the, the watchmaker there and everything, and uh, yeah the next the last years you know I spend a lot of time with him going to meetings, yep. where you know like um, any of the big brands that we know presenting him you know watches listening what is different why that why this phase why because of that of that just starting slowly to make me you know getting interesting and now I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm reading some books um you know i went for my first time last year to um it was uh a, a, you know like i went to a private like selling selling it was a selling show showroom you know they were selling like uh, you know vintage uh, vintage watches and yeah, I mean, you know, I think, you know, um, for me, I, I, I see it as, you know, something that maybe it's good to learn, you know, about uh, another thing about life, you know, and uh, arts, obviously, you know, with my brother, we still like uh, going to, to art galleries and everything, you know, we're still doing it, but now it's more focusing on watches. Yeah. I mean, there's, that's creative as well. Like the, the design exactly. work that goes into that. Oh my God. Like it's. I mean, it's crazy how intricate and and yeah. But for me, it's it, it's it's actually you know in hard sometimes. I, I, I have tough time to understand artists, you know, sometimes. But I feel me in too. watch, <laughs> it's 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 easier to understand like what the watchmaker is doing. You know, is maybe he's doing uh, you know on the watch he wants uh, to to reflect this time zone because the guy's from that time zone. Because he wants to have a phase with the moon, maybe once the fact with the sun, maybe that, that, that. And I feel it's easier to, to follow the idea, the main idea of the concept. I feel it's more maybe sometimes logical, you know? Yep. So I, I really like like to say, okay, oh, okay, they're doing that. Maybe that is a little bit different. They're doing that color because that color is from that, from, you know, 100 years ago when they created that first watch. And I like to, you know, to hear and think about, okay, now I understand it's why. More, it's more analytical. And exactly. I, and, 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 exactly. And I think that actually, when I think about some of your work that you presented, especially that the piece that um, the last one, yeah, that uh, what I can't Who's remember this? his name that bought that piece, 
Like yeah. that was very analytical in how you put exactly. that together. So it makes sense to me, yeah. like how, how this, this kind of focus on that would like fits into your aesthetic. I mean, yeah. like, like that's, I, I think that's like really cool. Like again, like it always is, it's cool for me to like start understanding people, like whether it's a student or people I have on the podcast, you again, we, you know, we've talked on and off for the, the six years and, yeah. and like it, it's just thinking about how you did stuff and really like you're like, that's why I think you're going to be good at what you do because you get very focused on, on that, the, the way to like accomplish your goal, which again, it's like very analytical. And so like, it makes sense that your artwork comes out that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's Um, true. It's, and it's funny like to think about, um, you know, again, like families and the difference, because like your brother, like seems very organic. Like, I don't, I mean, we've only talked that one yes. time, like briefly, but in terms of how he played, did you play tennis very like analytical as well? Like, were you very like, like not because it, like, again, like your brother is like talked he's, about, they talked about him as like one of the most athletic tennis players that has ever played. Like, were you yeah. more like, you know, like not like, I don't want to say yeah, mechanical, for, but like, you know what I mean? Yes. hundred percent for me. <laughs> When I play tennis, you know, I uh, I focus on my serve because that uh, that was my you know my my, my biggest weapon, and uh, I focus on uh, on my forehand, and uh, I was basically only playing my strategies. And uh, and since you know I'm, I'm I'm big, you know, I had a tough time to move around. I was not so creative on courts, so more mechanic, as you said. And for my brother, it's all that's always been different because when he was a kid, he was tiny was really tiny, grew up later at 15 years old. But before that, he had to to really uh, be creative on court to win. He had to defend, to run a lot, yeah. you know, to play in different pace, to really, you know, try to get in the guy's mind to win because he didn't have the the power, you know, to to really match up against, uh, against bigger kids. And for me, it was maybe a little bit different because I've always been a big kid since I'm young. So I always had the power. So I always played one way when my brother, you know, basically uh, played, you know, multiple ways. And then when he got the height, he already, you know, had years of being creative. So when he got the power and everything like, uh, you know, like he's playing now on tour, you know, like you, you adding that to, to his game. It's, it's yeah. crazy. You know? It's inter- it's interesting. Cause like, I think about, you know, who Anthony Davis is that plays for the Lakers. He, yeah. He was uh, 6'3", I think, when he got recruited by Kentucky, and he was like a point guard. And yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. he had great ball handling skills. Then he grew, like, yeah. eight inches in a summer or something. And, you know, now, now he's, like, a center. And, that's, like, yeah. but yet he has – that's, what like, kind of that same – He has the skills. He yeah. has the handles. It's just it's, – He has the handles. Yeah. He has the shots. Yeah. And because he had to learn before, you know, getting the high to, to adjust, you know. Yep. So, and I think for my brother, it was something key for him to become, you know, the greatest athlete that he is right now. But maybe if he was already big when he was a kid, it would have been different. Maybe we would have been different, you know. Yeah. Come train with us. Creative and athletic training in a box filled with art and sports products, tips and techniques recipes and collectibles that promote mental and physical wellness the seasonal artist athlete box is the next step to a healthier you stop by artistathletebox.com or the abstractathlete.com and subscribe today the abstract athlete where art and sports collide Do you like like with your job? Do you travel at all? Like, do you come to the yes, the tournament? Do you go to a lot of the tournaments still? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's. I go, I go to every slams. So mm-hmm. Australian Open, Roland Garros, uh, Wimbledon, and U.S. Open. Okay. And then I go to um, to the big tournaments um, that IMG uh, yeah. run and hold, like uh, Miami Open or Madrid, for example. Yeah. And then after, um, depending on uh, on my players, I also go to smaller tournaments with them. Yeah. How many How many players are you working with then, technically? Uh, for, on the pro side, uh, I work with uh, four players. Oh, cool. 
And then on the junior side, maybe I would say six or seven players. Okay. That obviously their hope is to get to the pro side. So exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a different job, to be honest. Uh, when you manage a, a professional player and and a junior, it's it's nothing, yep. nothing similar. So that's that's what I, I really love about the job is uh, every day is a different day. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, and uh, and every player, uh, every athlete, you don't manage them the same as you manage uh, someone else. Everyone is different, you know. Yeah, and I think that's what they they probably respect is they that you played tennis at a super high level, yeah. so you understand the daily grind and that that whole thing, so that they can come to you not only as somebody that's trying to market them to the world, but also somebody that played and can like really yeah. talk to them in, in, a in, in a tennis player's understanding. I mean, that's gotta be, and that's gotta be yeah. beneficial for you or like cool for you as well. Cause it's, it's like, you're not coaching, but you like, you kind of are like, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, for my, yeah, for, for the players, I mean, I had them with, uh, you know, hiring the coaching staff. I can still play some tennis with them if they need me, you know. So obviously, I can uh, I can do a lot of things, and I do a lot of things for uh, for them. You know, it's uh, as I said, it's always every day different and always different needs. Uh, so I, I really like the you know as I said the, the the business side, but the business side is maybe I think ten or twenty percent of the job. Eighty uh, percent of the job is about relationship. Yep. Relationship, you know. Trying to to be a, a good support, you know, trying to to be there at the in the good and all the bad moments, obviously, because there is a lot of bad moments. Yeah. I think there's more bad moments than good moments, to be honest. There's only one person it's, that wins every tournament. I mean, exactly. You know. So it's a lot of down down moments and bad uh, bad bad moments, and that's you know that's that's where you need to to step in and try to to help and support, you know, the as the best as you can, you know, the the athletes, you know. Do you uh, like? this is something I kind of ask athletes a lot that have quit, but I don't feel that you're going to answer this in a yes mode, but like, do you miss the competition or do you think that you have the competition is transferred into your job now? Like there is still the competition of getting your athletes to different levels, but like, do you miss that competitive thing of like the plane? I mean, uh, for me in tennis, maybe it's a little bit different because I actually train uh, when I'm not traveling into tournaments. I train uh, about three times per week and I still compete in tournaments. That's awesome. Okay. Good. So I don't compete at the level that I was obviously uh, years ago um, because obviously my level dropped. Yep. But I still compete, to be honest. So I don't miss it. So you don't miss I'm it because you're still doing it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually playing a, a match Sunday. So oh, that's awesome. So yeah, so I, I that's why I was a little bit late because I uh, practiced. I went to practice uh, this afternoon and I uh, came back a little bit late. And Sunday I have a match, so I don't miss it because I'm still uh, doing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I didn't, I did, that's something I didn't read about. So that's cool. Yeah, like, cause, yeah. cause that, I mean, again, you like, you still got the juices of playing and I, you know, like it's more for the love. I mean, cause that's one thing exactly, I think, yeah. one thing that we talked about that I think is becomes really difficult. Like you start playing something because you love it, you know? Yeah. And then when it becomes a job, it, like some of that love goes away because it just, sure. it's that, that constant, like you said, your brother waking up like with that dedication. And it's like, if you don't have that, it's like, it, that's because something might've gotten in the way, you know? And it's, exactly. and so now you're like back to like competing just for the love of it. That's great. Yeah. You know, it's, as I said, it's, you know, it's lower level, but it's perfect because, you know, I can do my own schedule. Yep. I don't practice every day. Obviously I hate it. Practice every day. <laughs> Now I feel I can, you know, I practice uh, three times per week. It's great. Yeah. I do tournaments when I want to do. Uh, for example, yeah, it's been uh, my last tournament was seven months ago. Wow. So, yeah, and now gonna, I decided. kick the uh, rust off this weekend. Yeah, I, I said uh, in March and uh, April, I'm going to compete a little bit. And uh, then I'm going to compete a little bit during summer, you know. So really flexible schedule. Obviously, it's not... Uh, 
you know, it's not the same uh, now for me when I'm on court, but uh, I still enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Do you uh, do you imagine you're going to stay in Paris the whole time or is it I mean, is it it doesn't really matter because it sounds like you're very mobile anyways, that Paris yeah. is just kind of your home base. No, to be to be honest, Paris is just the home base, but I travel a lot, to be honest. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, last year, probably I traveled from, yeah, probably about 15 to 20 weeks last year. So it's a lot. It's a, it's a third of the year almost. Um, so since I'm traveling a little bit, I don't even feel that Paris is my home, to be yeah. honest. Because, uh, you know, I'm moving a lot. So, you know, I miss, I miss, I do miss US a lot. To be honest, I, I enjoyed living in Florida. I think it was great. Um, but Paris is great as well. So I cannot complain, you know. No, I'm a big fan of Paris, obviously. So, do you, yeah. Does your brother still own the house down in, in Miami or did he sell that? No, no, no. Did, everything okay. over now. Yeah, now he's, he's fully in, uh, in, Geneva. Yeah, in, uh, in, in Geneva, in Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. I don't know. Well, we still, I, I still have a lot of, uh, uh, of the VCU tennis players in my class. And I got, um, I don't know if were you, you probably don't know any of them because it's six years. Do you remember Bisca Biombo? Was he, was he around on the soccer team? I don't know if he was no, there or not. I don't remember him. Okay. Cause I'm going to try, I was trying to get him and his brother on because his brother plays basketball for the Suns, And then he, mm played soccer like at a high level until he messed up his knee, unfortunately. So no, but I still, it's interesting. Like, cause I have, um, some really good tennis players in my, or have had some really good tennis players in my class that are from, from France. Um, yeah, you have the, the, the twins. I do, no, I have Ryan, no? Ryan stable. Oh, um, you have Ryan, the Switzerland kid. Yep, yeah. And Matisse, uh, is it Bouchon? Yeah. Um, Ma- yes. Yes. And he is, awesome like he's a musician like he writes stuff like it's it's fantastic and i have a new a new kid in this semester um named romaine but he goes by rom and i totally flake in on his last name and he's he's really interesting so it's it's always nice for me like like the international component of vcu having different again like from what we talked about earlier because i think that kind of love of different things not just the sport because i think it True. just benefits that that the dynamic of what i think i'm trying to promote and like put out there is like these yeah. things are like super important and so i like you know <laughs> thinking about like you're obviously extraordinarily busy but are you are you able to do um like you're getting into watches like you said are you able to do anything like like I'm going to air quote this, but art wise, like, like collages or drawings, or is it it's really not, not really? Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. It's been, uh, it's been years that, uh, you know, I didn't, uh, didn't take my, you know, my folder and starting yeah. to draw something. It's been, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a long time. Um, but yeah, your create your creativity has just changed again. Like you're yeah, exactly. Cur- my focus changed because to be honest yeah. with you, uh, last weekend, I went actually to a museum next to my house. Um, Which one? So yeah, Which museum? Uh, it's uh, it's at Porte Doré. It's uh, like um, uh, how do you say in uh, English? Like uh, it's about uh, colonization. Oh, okay, okay. It's about colonization. It's it's like yeah, it's I and uh, it's really like next to my house. And the first time actually, I I went last week. So yeah, they talk about colonization and. Uh, the war that france has uh, had in uh, algeria yep oh yeah yeah so so yeah it was uh, yeah i think yeah my as you said i think my my focus maybe changed i think i'm i'm still i, I like hearts to be honest and uh, i think it was starting from your class because before your class to be honest i i mean i went to museum when i was kid but then after from uh, you know from yeah when i left my house yeah when i was 18 from 18 to to come yeah even even a little bit before that from yeah i would say 15 to coming to vcu and take your class to be honest i had no didn't go to yeah for five six years to no museum nothing you know yeah. and uh and then when i took the class it just yeah it really kept me going and that was funny after yeah i called you when you were in miami with my <laughs> brother and that so yeah it just you know it just kept going to be honest no and it's it's 
life just takes over. Like, I mean, I think when I was probably your age, I mean, like when you were kind of growing up that same kind of feeling, cause sports was my thing. And like, no. you know, like, and I think it's interesting to, again, like to go back what you were saying earlier, like to hear that you kind of had, had this understanding of what you wanted to do at such a young age, you know, yeah. like, I think that that's, I, it's because for me, it wasn't like, it wasn't that easy. Like I, I wanted to be an athlete and I, I was an artist, but I didn't consider that as a path. I, and I don't know why I can't, I can't, can't go back and pinpoint why I didn't, but it just was not something that I maybe I like in some ways I said, like, I don't even know that I knew I could be an artist at one point in time. And that I know it sounds silly, but it's like, it is like, it's just one of those things where, well, you need to be an accountant or you need to be a doctor. You need, artist yeah. was not on that, on that thing. Yeah. So I don't know what, like, you know, like one last thing that I always seem to ask people, uh, because I think it's interesting. You're like, you're still young. Like you said, you've been doing, um, your job like for five years, but like, what do you, what do you like life path, like life goals? Like maybe it's a five or 10 year plan. Like, where do you see yourself going or how do you see what you're doing evolving? Uh, that's a good question for me. I always say when people ask me this question, I always say like, uh, my goal is to be happy, to be honest. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's the best the, damn the answer topic. I've ever had. Yeah, my goal is to be happy, and if I if I like to do uh, if I like uh, you know my job uh, in ten years, then I will keep doing my job and try to to push myself to be the best as I can. But I don't really have uh, you know a, a a plan or a goal. I, you know, I'm just trying. You know, every time I wake up, I'm grateful to wake up, and I'm happy. You know, so if i'm if i'm not happy to do my job then to be honest i would just quit yep. because uh, i wouldn't stay somewhere when i'm don't feel happy um so for me the the main focus is uh try to be happy and you know right now my job is making me happy i travel i'm still learning a lot you know and uh, i'm in a great company so i i love what i'm doing but if one day it's not the case then i would just change and you know look forward for something else to be honest Yep. But since that's not the case for now, I'm I'm just, you know, <laughs> continuing that. I do think it's, it's interesting because I, like we've talked before, I have multiple Parisian friends, um, you know, more on the art side, but actually one of them actually was a, a fairly high level tennis player growing up. Um, and I think that the, the mindset of, again, like, I think it's maybe a European thing, that they're like, they, that you guys put happiness over money. And I think it's such a better way to live. Like it's, it's fascinating to me. Like, cause I literally, when I just, just said that that's the best answer I've had, like, I mean that, like, like, I don't think people put happiness over financial gains or, or whatever, like, and you know, like you're living right. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I mean, no, for me, I mean, Money obviously is important, but it's not yeah. the main focus, I think, you know, and uh, I feel if you if you are happy in what you're doing, then everything will come, you know, around you. Right. So if I'm happy and I'm doing good my job, I know I will make money. Money yeah. will come. You know? So I'm not too to worry about money. I'm just concerned about being happy because if you're not happy, you're not going to do the, well your job. You know, and there is no chance. Right. If you wake up every morning and you're like oh shit like oh, i have to yeah. do that oh no 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 then it's gonna be tough to 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 do well you know so i think you know my main focus uh, and obviously it's, it's up and down you know it's up and down sometimes you feel a little bit less happy you know you have some things in in, in life that you know make make uh, things you know tougher some period but you know i try to tell myself you know i'm i'm lucky to have uh, to have this job i'm lucky to be alive to be healthy to do what i'm doing and try to focus on being the best for uh, for my for my clients you know that i i represent be be a good asset for the company and everything will come after you know yeah well man i i know you're busy and i know you're <laughs> in all these different things today but i just it's it's been like a blast catching up because it like i like you said earlier it's been a little while and it's just fun 
you know, like this is a corny thing to say, but as, as like your former professor, it's fun to like, a, see you happy, but B, see you, see you succeeding. Um, and it's, you know, it's like, it's like, I don't want to say I'm proud, but I'm proud to like, see, Thank you, appreciate no, it. you know, like how, how, like, you know, like, I think that you're really, you, you, you're taking advantage of life. Like you're like, yeah. I like to say some people live life. Some people life lives them. You're living life. And I, and yeah. I think it's, it's just, it's, it's nice to see. And it's, it's fun to see. And it's one of those things where I like, you know, I'm, I'm glad we always stay in touch because like, I always enjoyed having you not just as a student, but I, just, I enjoyed our conversations because I do think that you, you really took it seriously to the extent that you believed in what, what you were doing and, and all these things. So it was just, it's, it's just fun. Like, it's fun for me to like, see though like it's rewarding to like see like you succeeding thank you thank you no i appreciate it yeah no, i appreciate it and i think you know as i said like uh you know i think uh you know we you you met people for a reason sometimes you know good or bad but you know i think uh our relationship has been great to be honest yep. and uh and uh you know i like what you're doing i'm following and uh, and that's great that you know i could have the chance to come on and you know, I think, uh, you know, it would be great to come back with my brother on it, you know? Yeah. So that would be, that would be so cool to hear a little bit from his point of view also. Yeah. And if we can, if we, if you, have, so, you know, if you want to, if you want to set that up sometime, because I think yeah. that even is your father still around? Yes, he okay. is. He is. It might but even... he's English. Uh... Okay. <laughs> That's what, that was the second question. <laughs> I was going to say that might be interesting too, because, but I he think the, English, yeah. the, the, like you, you said a lot, like speaking for your brother, that was, it's fun to hear because again, I think those relationships between how you grew up and your like creative aspects and your physical yeah. aspects. And, and while there was like differences, there's also overlaps of how things like, like what, you know, like the fact that he, he told you to find something to love and, and how you're like really engaged in it's, it. It, it it's fun like so yeah if, if it further down the road like we get both of you on i think it'd be a blast so For the sure. other thing like i you know like recently i don't even know if you knew this that uh and unfortunately she's dealing with cancer but you know martina navratilova is is such yes. a big artist she's a she's oh, really? a she's a painter yeah a fantastic painter yeah because i know some of the people we talked about in class like yannick noah yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. is into music and, music and different and everything, stuff. Yeah. But, um, but I found this out recently. I was actually trying to get like that's it's a hard get, but I was trying to get Martina on the podcast at some point in time because she is like she's she sells her paintings and so I'll have to see if I can find. I think she has a website. I'll send it to you. But it's it's you know it's like those secret things that you like. Here's one of the greatest female tennis players of all times, well, and like yet she takes this. Like, like you do, like hers is painting, but like a creative practice is, is very important to her. So again, like the, just like having you, you tell these stories about like what you do and how you got there. It's, I always say this, but it's inspiring for, for like kids, like even the people you work with that are tennis players you work with. It's like, for me, it's like, tell them that you do these creative things because if they, they, they can get that in their system as well. It just, it, it all, it goes to the happiness component. So, yeah. you know, but for sure. well, dude, thank you. I'll, this will be out in a couple of weeks. And by the way, I always ask because I always write music. What kind of music do you like? So I can write. <laughs> um, I listen, uh, us rap, obviously okay. French rap. Okay. And, uh, I like music from uh, from the Caribbean as well. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I listen more rap, to be honest. Okay. I'll try to write, write something hip-hoppy. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, man, thank you. And like I said, thank you. if thank you ever you. want to do th do it again with your brother, just we'll set yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. So, That's great. organized, for sure, All right. 100%. Be, be awesome and like uh, kick some ass on Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, See ya. All right, man. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Really so much fun catching up with Daryl to hear all the amazing things that he is doing 
and really cool to hear that he's still playing tennis. Um, like I said, he's one of those people that I could really see the light bulb go off and really took to his creative practices. Just a great, great guy. Uh, look forward to having him and his brother, Guile, uh, again on the podcast in the future. Please make sure to follow Daryl on Instagram at I am. D-A-R-Y-L-M-O-N-F-I-L-S. Remember, we just launched our seasonal subscription box. So go to artistathletebox.com or theabstractathlete.com to start your journey today. And make sure to stop by Begin Again Toys or our website to see our Percy King Collaborative Stacked Puzzle Art Kits. Also, remember to check out the other podcast, on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Veterans Podcast, and the Abstract Doctors Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. We will see you next week. And as always, do not forget to exercise the body and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there. <laughs>